This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where customers who save by switching their home and car save nearly $800 on average. Quote at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $793 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2021 and May 2022. Potential savings will vary. Hi, I'm Ryan LaPlante, and I'm one of the crazy founders of Dumb Dumbs and Dice, the podcast production company that's making the podcast you're listening to right now. Now, we're clearly busy. We're producing five weekly podcasts and a sixth event podcast, but we want to take this time to invite you to become a part of our company and a part of our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumbdumbdice. You can get access to our Discord, access to exclusive DM and character chats. You can get the chance to name characters in our shows and vote on the way their stories will progress. You can even become a recurring NPC and hear yourself interacting with our characters each week through the voice of Tom. You can become a patron for as little as $1, and there's great value for you at even that level. So please, join the Dum Dums and Dice family and help us make even more content in a way that you are guaranteed to love. That's patreon.com slash dumdumdice. D-U-M-B-D-U-M-B-D-I-C-E. So let's do something dumb together, and thanks for listening. I am Executron, god of merchandising, and I came into existence because Dum Dums and Dice has its own merchandise. That's a god pun. Get it? Dice? Merchandise? Anyways, you can get t-shirts, hoodies, spiral notebooks, clocks, wall art, throw pillows, bags, and even stickers emblazoned with your favorite Dum Dums and Dice characters and their catchphrases. There are plenty of different designs available, so there is guaranteed to be something you love. To show your love of Dum Dums and Dice, go to redbubble.com slash people slash Dum Dum Dice. That's D-U-M-B. D-U-M-B. D-I-C-E. One more time for the mortals in the back. Redbubble.com slash people slash dice. Get your merchandise today. All art supplied by the brilliant decapitated markers. Welcome back to Dumb Scum and Villainy, a Dumb Dumbs and Dice podcast where professional voiceover artists and improvisers explore the underworld of this Star Wars Edge of the Empire role-playing game. I'm your host, Bloto the Toydarian. This series features our Game Master Tom McGee, Ryan LaPlante as Abraxas Brash Core, Tyler Hewitt as Vic Denbar, and Adam McNamara as the forgetful psychopath Waka Waka Fanzi. The heist has gone to Banthapodu, and the station is exploding around our heroes. Waka blew up the casino with grenades. Vic refused to leave his chips behind, and Brash forced them all back to their ship, but Xanatos destroyed it, and they were forced to flee towards a shuttle bay. There, you're caught up. So get out of my shop, or spend money. No credits, only money. We're aboard the Imperial Star Destroyer Revisionist. Uh, it's one of the um, sort of more experimental uh, Star Destroyers in the line um, at a time when the Empire thought uh, that it was closing in on the, the proper destruction of the Rebellion. It made sense to uh, expand their reach, expand their weapons programs. And the Revisionist is is one of these, um, a, a highly advanced, technologically well-crewed Star Destroyer. So naturally... 
uh, when the world she knew fell apart, it was the first place that Talia Marine, the last Imperial Guardsman, thought to go. Upon hearing of the destruction of the second Death Star, the death of the Emperor and everything she believed and everything she was tasked with doing, Talia turned her eyes to the next task, preserving the legacy of Empire. She figured knowing the infighting amongst the Moffs, having stood by silently in her robes with her fellow guardsmen as, as all manner of uh, imperial small dealing happened, that invariably with the death of the Emperor soon would follow the death of the Empire, unless there were figureheads, unless the legend could carry on. Even then, if she could just preserve the remnants, the most important remnants of what she believed in, then maybe, just maybe, someone someday would take up the cause once again. But none of that mattered if the artifacts were lost. None of that mattered if she couldn't prove her own legitimacy, the legitimacy of Sheev Palpatine, the legitimacy of the Imperial Garden of the Empire itself. And to do that, she would need the most venerated artifact from his storehouses. Unfortunately, the tracking beacon on that shuttle just turned off. In the chaos that came with the fall of Coruscant, many of these items were moved around, put on the wrong shuttle, sent out with the wrong crew. No one would have sent Captain Creve of all people, with such a valuable cargo. And yet, he had it, at least until recently. And this was something that Talia could not abide. And as a result, she and some of the most trusted pilots aboard the Revisionist hopped into TIE Advance and set off for the last remaining location on the transponder, a small refueling station known as Anarch 3. You're on an elevator. We're moving down into the bowels of Anarch 3. Above you, you can feel the entire station shuddering. Um, it's kind of an awful, think like a mine descent, even though you're it, it's metal um, you're moving past the decks of this ship that, that are really in any way habitable down towards um, a, a loading dock that was kind of meant to be gently off the books. Um, you get the sense from the kitchen that you're uh, raiding the lockers in that um, the food, the quality of food coming through um, the quote, quote, good restaurant was likely not very good. Um, and as a result, um, as you move sort of further and further down, you get colder and colder, realizing you're kind of dropping into a cold storage corridor that may not have been heated at all. Um, finally, the elevator comes to a stop. Um, the chain link door kind of cracks open in front of you, um, and you can sort of see a puff of your breath um, as the ship continues to turn. I'm going to say the floor is almost on a 45 now, so you can still kind of manage, but like it's getting pretty close to the right wall being the floor. Okay. Um, you're in a large cold storage locker um, that you can see is lined with kind of packages of frozen food. Think kind of like the worst things you find at a chain restaurant where it's like, here's a bag of frozen pasta. Put it in the microwave and then charge them 20 bucks. Um, <laughs> I've worked at two of those restaurants. There you go. Yeah. So it's, it's that kind of vibe. Um, and um, you can see there is uh, kind of like an odd loading droid that's kind of on wheels that has fallen over um, with just like a, a box of frozen meatballs um, that kind of observes you and goes, Bzzz, is there a way out of the room? Like, is there a yeah, path through yeah. it kind um, of thing? Yeah. It's um, this is, you get the sense there's like, if, the loading dock is beyond here. They kind of like all the food comes in through here. They store it here, and then they take it up. But yes, there's a, a sort of a big classic portal door at the the end with like um 
It's not very Star Wars-y, but like just a big old fucking like cranky it's wheel. Gonna clank. Yeah, this yeah. is a, this is a shitty station. So <laughs> yeah. the Star Wars stuff sucks. Yeah. yeah. Um. So I'm gonna like gesture ahead to everybody, and I'm like, I need you to open that door. Hurry, uh, you're, you're very strong, Walker. Vic, no one is stronger than you. Oh, that is true. I need both of you to open that door. Uh, and I gesture for the group to go ahead, and I'm hoping in the elevator while they're distracted I can, like, peek into this fucking case I have because I need to know how much I'm lying. Um, so, uh, Fonzie and Vic, do you guys move ahead to go try and work the door? Obviously, I wait to see if they do that. Uh, I, I first, I, I'm, I'm, he caught me rummaging through some of the food. So I'm like, I, I kind of was biting into <laughs> some space spaghetti, and I was just like, huh? and uh, I'm like, okay, come on, Kano. And so me and Kano go and head towards the door, but we're munching on space spaghetti. Cool. Do you look like a bit like a space walrus because you've got like spaghetti sticking out of your mouth, or are you just like chomping it? It's cold, right? Yeah. So I'm just like, I'm, it's like an ice cream bar, just cracking just solid spaghetti chunks. <laughs> Kano's like, just like me mom used to make. Um... <laughs> So, yeah, you make it through. Uh, Vic, what are you doing? Uh, I'll, I'll head over there as well because they will need my help since I am the strongest. Um, <laughs> and I'll, uh, I'll, in my first kind of show of strength, show of things to come, I uh, pick up and write the, uh, the, the little droid first. A little pat on the head. Cool. The droid's like, my hands off. And then it just, like, shakes meatballs at you. Your thanks is all I need. Keep your meatballs, <laughs> little droid, and I'll... I'll go over with my sleeves rolled up now, feeling like <laughs> getting the first kind of little little bit of exercise going. Got to stay warm. Got to keep limber in well, these I mean, cool rooms. Now that you've lost your racquetball court, like, you know, oh, you got yeah. <laughs> to stay limber. Great. Um, so, Brash, you're left in the the elevator. I'm going to say, like, Sweep Sweep, Shatterstar. Like, Shatterstar still dragging the bike. Uh, sweep Sweep and Shake Shake start, like, moving Nick's. Um, and you're left with just a moment. Um it seems to be a complex uh, biomechanical locking system. So do you want to hack it? Do you want to try and break it? What do you do? Um, shit, I need to hack it because I can't afford to actually break this thing because if I show up and I'm like, I, I, oops, like that's not going to win me any friends. Do I have any skill in hacking or that would apply? All right. So there, there are actual rules for slicing that I'm going to look up very quickly here. Um, while I do that... Um, I guess the question would be, do I have any, like, street tricks that I know to get past these locks? Because sure. I've grown up in, like, an industrial center, so I imagine with my family's... Okay, so, yeah. Let me look into that. Cool. While, while I do so, um, Adam and Tyler, uh, I would like to hear um, how Vic trying to open... Trying to help Fonzie open this door goes. Well, those who can't do teach... I can do it, but I can also teach. So, because I, <laughs> I, I'm just the whole package. Um, so I will instruct uh, Kano and Waka to uh, to open the door. And if I see that they're doing it wrong or anything like that, or if I see where they could be doing it better, I'll point that out. Well, I, I've I've tried kicking it. Uh, what what now? You got to lift. You got to lift with your oh. back. It's the biggest muscle in the human body. Okay, so then I kind <laughs> Therefore of... Therefore, the strongest. I kind of, like, lean against the door, just my back, and mm -hmm. I just kind of, like, press my back as hard as I can against the door, and I try to, like, start lifting it with my back. Yep, now you like, too, Kano. Uh, and then, then Kano. Kano's like, um, I'm not quite sure that's the way to do it, actually. I think you got to lift with your knees. Oh, now you tell me. So then I get down on the ground, and I put my knees, like, hard against the side of the door, and I kind of just, like... Start trying to knee the door up. Um, 
while you do that, um, Kano kind of uh, looks to you, Vic, and he's like, Hi, so uh, as the teacher, um, don't you think he's going to hurt himself doing that? Shouldn't we turn that big cranky thing? Uh, what big cranky thing? Oh, that, 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 you know, the crank on the door that helps it open. Uh, and I'll go over and turn the crank. Uh, and fucking Fonzie, you did it, man. You just, the, that door cracks. <laughs> yes. Uh, and it's like, oh, maybe I was wrong. Good one. <laughs> uh, all right. Like, so yeah, I don't know what this does. <laughs> it, <laughs> just the crank turned. It was like, burp, burp, like something, something turn- just went off somewhere. Yeah. No, it, it's literally like a, like on a, like on a submarine. It's like just a yeah, giant wheel on, on the door. <laughs> no, um, I don't think that was it. You know, <laughs> I don't think, I think it was my student with my instruction. Oh, uh, yep. Yeah, all right. The You're the teacher. I am. Um, all right. So, uh, Ryan, I need you to roll me uh, a computers check, please. So that'll be intelligence and computers. Okay. <laughs> what, what do I add? Um, are you, do you have computers as a career skill? Oh, God, no. Great. <laughs> uh, so that's going to be three difficulty. Great. Uh, I'm going to upgrade one of them using a destiny point. Computers, the one thing you can't seduce. <laughs> um, I'll give you one boost dice for having observed Xanatos doing this sort of stuff before. Um, I think he would likely do it, not you. Uh, you spent some time in computers, but not hacking advanced imperial telemetrics. Uh, I was going to say, but I would like to spend a destiny point to upgrade one of my dice. Mm-hmm. Because this is a biometric scanner, and as a pheromonal creature who studied his own biology greatly, I have more advanced knowledge of this and particular kind of science. Admittedly, all right, so I'll give you that. I'll just give you one more boost dice based on that thinking, um, because Kreev was a sweaty motherfucker, so like it's easier to match his pheromonal patterns. Uh, all right, go ahead. That's the twist, is maybe you can't seduce this computer. <laughs> <laughs> all it takes is one horny commander, <laughs> I whisper to myself. Oh, lordy. Oh, now I have to do math. <laughs> Boo. Uh, okay. The real enemy of the Star Wars universe. <laughs> I am left with a single advantage. Oh. Uh, okay, so you definitely don't get in. Um, but I think the, you can see the kind of like biometric pattern shift a little bit and it seems as though you, you've, you put in a, a concerted effort. So you think that next time it'll be less difficult, but you're still not in. Cool. I look over my shoulder to see how far they've gotten. Uh, far enough that in the purposes of this scene, you can't check it again unless you're really going to make a big deal. No, no, no. That's what I figured. I was like, nope, we're moving on. Great. <laughs> I'm like, ah, take that Xanatos, you <laughs> Bastard. <laughs> I'm having problems with insults. Like, it's really screwing me up on this. Like, uncle stole all my money and tried to kill me. I thought there was one decent member of my family. Like, just one who appreciated me for being talented and being beautiful. And then I'm like, nope, you're spiraling. Uh, and I turn <laughs> and follow the group through the door. <laughs> Dum-dums and dice. Everyone has parent problems. <laughs> um, that's the theme of our network. Uh, great. So, um, I think you, like walk past uh, Vic, who's like fully set up like a, look what I did. And you just kind of like barrel through. Um, and all of you come out into sort of a large um, cavernous loading dock. Um, you can see the ceiling, like the chunks of metal are starting to fall down. Um, it's like, there's a great weight pushing down on it. Um, and uh, at the very, very far end, um, you see kind of like um, what seems to be uh, almost a sort of series of catwalks. 
that seemed to lead to uh, the docking bay, sort of like the loading docking bay. Well, that's that's where we want to get to, right? As we, we yeah, I would ship, say so. if we're looking at the ceiling, maybe caving in. I don't have time to try to hack this right now. I need to get across these catwalks because also the ceiling could go sideways and it's a very bad room. So while the catwalks are functional and not a giant open space, let's use those. So I say ahead. And then I look back and I realize I need to get everyone to hurry and they're terrible at this. And I say, Vic, Waka, I'll race you. Uh, and I just start running because I've realized Vic's competitive and I don't know what Waka will do. So this is just like rolling <laughs> dice with him. Uh, Waka, how do you respond? Uh, I say, you're on. And then I grab my bike that's being dragged and I kind of like backpack it. Jesus. And then, and then I like kind of like run, run after it. And Shadowstar watches you go and is like, you could do that this whole time? <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's a living. And then she takes off running. Um, <laughs> Kano is just doing like a very like happy, brisk like pace next to you. And he's like, that looks like a heavy bike. You must be real strong. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, how many catwalks are there, Tom? Um, I'm going to say there's um, four. And are they looking sturdy or are they looking problematic? Um, they're currently sturdy, but the entire room is like starting to vibrate and shake. Okay, I'm going to subtly try to run towards one on the edge because I want to steer Waka onto his own because he is a giant man in armor carrying an entire <laughs> motorcycle. So I feel like his weight might be problematic if we share it. Uh, yeah, that makes sense. Um, uh, okay, uh, Vic, what are you doing? I do start to run, but I also loudly declare that because you initiated the race while in front of me, that it won't count if you win. I just <laughs> la- loudly like, it doesn't count if you win because you got a head start, but if I do win, then it's even more impressive. And I'm, I'm just <laughs> running. <laughs> um, so the collection of you idiots uh, managed to make it to the catwalks. Um, Vic and Brash, you are able to get across yours easily. Uh, waka Waka Fonzie, I'm going to need you to roll me an athletics check, please. Okay. So that's athletics and brawn. Uh, my brawn is two. My athletics is one. So that's one green and one yellow. Uh, nice. I'm going to give you um, two difficulty uh, for carrying the bike. Um, I'm going to give you one boost from the, uh, the the lovely words of encouragement from Kano, who's just like, again, just really like impressed with, with your, your form. <laughs> you can do it. Um, <laughs> and then I'm going to give you, um, I'll give you one more boost from... Uh, brash leading you onto your own catwalk. Uh, but then I'm going to give you two setback for the ceiling shaking and collapsing. Can I brace myself? Because I look around <laughs> and see like this, this is, I like, I'm dumb, but yeah, I'm like, this looks yeah, dangerous. Actually, this, this is an appropriate place to use brace. So I can remove a black one? You sure can. Yeah. Yep. All right. Uh, and we'll say in, in this terms, yeah, it's like uh, you're kind of doing the twinkle toes run. Um, and if things shake, you're just like naturally good enough to place your feet in the right places as you run across the uh, the catwalk. All right. You did it, Adam. You I'm braced. Nimb- <laughs> <laughs> I'm nimble like a cat. All right. Stay on the table. <laughs> oh, uh-oh. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah, oh, no. Oh, wait. Oh, hold on. Oh, oops. Oh, wait. No, you saw that. That was this. Yeah, those of you at home definitely <laughs> yeah. saw that. Right? Yeah, I know. I touched yeah. it and it rolled, but I remember what it looked like. So yellow is nothing. I have, um, let's see, two failure, two threat, and then I have four advantage and two success. So he's left with two advantage. Um, okay, so... Uh, you run out onto the catwalk, um, and then, uh, suddenly, um, the, 
the ceiling uh, bends, cracks, and uh, to your shock, a space poker table falls through um, and smashes off the side of the catwalk. Because you're braced, you're able to kind of stop in the middle of it, um, but the entire thing is wobbling uh, very, very dangerously. And Kano's like, mate, you got to throw your bike away. Um, what do you do? Do you attempt to drag the bike across the rest of the way, or do you leave the bike behind? If you leave the bike behind, you get across without having to roll. If you don't, I'm going to make you roll something bad. I, uh, well, it's, it's my baby, though. I don't, uh, I don't want to, and I'm, and I'm, it's on a backpack, so how big of a hole is this that we're talking like about? Like, massive cavern leading down to, like, it, it's a classic Star Wars, like, it gets real dark. Oh, okay. It's, um, it's not like a four-foot drop to, like, a place with extra ammo and health packs, like you might find in Doom or Goldeneye. Or, like, turkeys on the ground or something yeah, to yeah, eat you, to just... Yeah, yeah there's you're, just, you're already full of spaghetti. You don't need more. Can I backtrack? You're full of spaghetti, Gamorreans... Just go to uh, another uh, catwalk. Uh, <laughs> um, there were four catwalks, so can I just run off that catwalk and go to another you catwalk? You get the sense that moving in any direction on the... Like, you're braced right now, so it's one of those delicate balance things. Like, if this was a PlayStation game, you'd have to use your controller because they put six axes in it and they want it to matter. Four catwalks. What do you got against my bike? (laughs) Choose your life or your motorcycle. I got nothing Uh, against your bike. I got issues with your rolls. So my bike is total. There's like no life in it. Um, No, it it was like, it was very badly damaged, but there's still um, still life in it. There is. Yeah. We, uh, in the, and I was like a month and like 10 years ago now. Um, but yes, when you inspected it, it was very badly damaged, but not like a charred husk. Like it did look like uncle Owen and Amperu. It looked like you could rebuild on this skeleton. You wouldn't have to build a new. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's pretty bad, but like it's, it's salvageable. So I'm going to use a destiny point to, uh, make sure that, uh, Shatterstar had done some work on it. And that it's got it's got some juice. So, in true Fonzie fashion, I'm going to try to jump the shark. Damn son. Okay, so go ahead and roll me another athletics check. This one is going to be three difficulty because yes. <laughs> um, so I believe you have one yellow, one green. One yellow, one green. Okay. I'm going to give you two blue from the work she's done. And I'm going to give you one more boost because as you kind of like spark the engine, there's just something about having like something with rocket fuel strapped to your back that just feels right. It feels memorable. It seems like something you you used to do (laughs) long (laughs) ago. You love having that hog between your shoulder yeah, blades. You just, yeah. uh, as you like, you immediately take like a cool rocketeer stance. Like you kind of know what you're doing. Um, what's the, the word you say to like spark your bike? Um, <laughs> flame on. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go ahead. Roll. Hello, everyone. Uh, this is Tyler Hewitt just coming at you with a little special offer for you. You know, if you're a fan of uh, what we're doing here on the show, then we have, to borrow a phrase from Jerry Holkins, a patron-oriented experience tailored just for you. If you go to patreon.com slash dice. You can sign up and get a bunch of special features that we're not really going to make available to anyone else. So do that now. Well, not right now, but, you know. All right, all right. Okay, let's see. Um, All right. Uh, There are four threats. There is two successes, 
and there's three advantage. So two successes and one threat is the net total. Okay, great. Um, so you take one giant leap forward, you yell flame on and fire like sputters and blasts out of kind of the, imagine like the exhaust pipes. Like I'm thinking this thing is like a, a weird mix between like Lobo's bike and like maybe some full throttle in there and just like fire <laughs> comes out of the exhaust pipes and it just like rockets you. It's like an orc's jump pack. Yeah, in 100%. Uh, dramatically, uh, you totally do like a Tony Stark, like Iron Man fist drop on the other side. Sweet. Um, the, uh, the, the, like the speakers on your bike flare to life for one more second. Cause you know, cool tunes is something Shatterstar likes. Yeah. Um, and you just hear like a brief quote of like, doo, 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 doo. <laughs> um, and, um, Shatterstar shrugs and she's like, what can I say? I, I added the jukebox songs. <laughs> Did you add everything from the jukebox? Yeah, I just took the jukebox uh, chip and I put it in, in, in the bike. I thought you might like that. I would like that very much. Thank you. However, you did get a threat. Oh. So... Is this like a wily e. Coyote? I'm actually not on anything. <laughs> no, no. Don't um, look down. <laughs> uh, you landed successfully. Um, but I'm going to say... Okay, no. Being, uh, <laughs> no, I can't just keep killing NPCs. Uh, or can I? Um, but through the, uh, the hole in the ceiling, um, you see a white masked face. Um, and uh, a stormtrooper is kind of peeking out over. And he's like, sir, I found them. They're trying to escape. Uh, and the stormtrooper raises his rifle. Oh. Uh, okay, um, so the rest of you made it across um, in the... Um, Who sort got of across first? Sweep, sweep. No, it doesn't <laughs> count, then. <laughs> sweep, sweep wins. No, it doesn't uh, count. Um, I would say uh, it's definitely... Um, uh, Brash would have gone first because he was running first and actually paying attention. Yeah, no, see, so it's not a real race. I'm not. I, 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 I'm not paying attention to him. No, yeah, yeah. You might not even be able to hear me. No, I'm, I'm, I'm actively not listening. I have like a crew to run. I have to handle. Yeah, we're on separate herd. catwalks. Like we are not close to each other. I've got like, like a herd of Jawas to wrangle. Yeah. I've got this so briefcase. you you book it across um, onto kind of there's a, a large octagonal um, sort of like launch pad. Um, on it there are three ships. Um, so basically your options are all three of them are junkers. Like these are, these are not great, uh, great vehicles. You can tell that they're kind of like, um, clearly like a, a delivery convoy. Um, mm. you can tell the people who drive them are probably, uh, fucking off upstairs. Um, there's basically, uh, in a nutshell, uh, in almost like Mario Kart terms, um, there is one that looks like it's the uh, the sort of like the guard ship. Like it's it, you can see it's got some armaments. Um, it looks to be uh, um, the most nimble of them, but also as a result, kind of the the least shielded. Um, there's one that almost looks like a Brinks fan. Like it's a heavily shielded, like like just a fucking bus of a vehicle. Um, and then there's one that uh, seems to kind of be like whoever the rep would be. Um, so. Uh, a little sportier. It looks like uh, probably the fastest of the three, um, but minimal weapons and uh, kind of middling shielding. All three of these look currently abandoned. So basically, one of the three of these will become your your crew vehicle. So it's up to the three of you to determine which one. I'm going to drop the NPCs out of this discussion just so that you guys can figure it out as as a crew. 
Does the Brinks one, is it like heavily like weaponized too? No, no weapons, just heavily shielded. Oh, you okay. get a sense that basically the idea would be that the the kind of corporate car would be up front. You'd have the Brinks fan in the middle and you'd have like the sort of like enforcer vehicle moving around. Okay. So basically two with weapons. One, it likely has something, but it's not great. Well, that one looks the biggest, so I can probably hold the most of my stuff. So I'll take that. Which one do you guys want? Sorry, which one are you pointing at that you think you're going to take? The big, like, Brinks armored vehicle van. So armor, but no weapons. Yeah, because then you guys can protect me and the other two. I'm like, because already like, we'll take them all. <laughs> because thinking. Uh, Brash, you can tell that you, you, ultimately you guys will have to hotwire one of these. So yeah. with stormtroopers on your back, you, you guys can only pick one. Vic yeah, doesn't which, know that, but you do. Yeah, I'm fine. Also, Vic can't fly, so <laughs> I, I can let him walk into a ship and then just leave him. But, uh... So there's Brinks, there's weapons, there's the other. Here's the challenge. This is, a, this is one of those big questions for ourselves. Vic, I appreciate this. Let's talk in a theoretical scenario. Um, have I... I want to check in with the stormtroopers, because uh, I've got my, like, comm link to the commander. Uh, and I'm just like, have we dealt with the shuttle outside that's been shooting all of the spaceships? We're here in position. Um... You hear back, um, uh, listen, scum, I don't know who you think you are, but we've received our orders and we're taking you down. Drop the artifact and we'll maybe let you leave. All right, I vote we take the one with the weapons and we <laughs> shoot the other two ships. Any objections? Any objections? I like uh, weapons. <laughs> and Vic is like, uh, yeah, th- like, we're going to take them all. Wonderful. We're all going into the ship with the weapons. And I just like wave the robots who are listening to me. And I'm like, uh, Fonzie, this one will be the best for your space. Also, do you want some guns? Yes, please. Exactly. That's my man. And I simultaneously like point at him, wink, perfect smile. But I'm also like flexing the right amount. So I'm just like, <laughs> that's great. Uh, and then I just lead the rest of the team into the ship with guns. Hey, I'm not done talking to you. And I come like <laughs> running up. Um, there's like uh, like blaster bolts hitting behind you on the ground, but like you're not you don't notice you're no. you've, yeah. you've got people to yell. Guys, at. cool it. <laughs> Once everybody's on board, I close that back hatch and then cool. I go to hot wire. So um, I'd like you to think of this thing as um, a slightly shittier version of uh, Dash Rendar's ship from Shadows of the Empire. Oh, so like, yeah. if the Millennium Falcon is kind of a large smuggler corvette. Uh, not Corvette, like a, a large smuggler freighter. This is kind of like mid-size, a little sportier, faster. Definitely can't take as many hits, um, but uh, better in a fight. Wow. Um, so, d- like, these aren't... I, I realize using car and van metaphors makes it seem like they can seat four of you. Like, this is this is an actual ship. There's living quarters, everything else. Um, so you get in... Um, they, there aren't any keys in the ignition, of so course. the vehicle needs to be hacked. Uh, that said, um, the stormtroopers are now rappelling down, um, training their weapons on the ship. So you have a f- one. I'm going to give you one free round to kind of decide what you want to do, what each of you want to do, and then uh, we'll move into initiative. All right, Brash, get us out of here. Waka, man the weapons and 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 keep those guys at bay. On it. And easy. this is easy. I'm Vic, great at this. What I would suggest to you, uh, take. Shake, shake, and get the bar set up because I just need Vic away from the combat scenario. Uh, and then Nix is completely out, or is Nix conscious? unconscious? Okay, yeah. then we, I'm like, Shatterstar, Nix, these are your focuses. Uh, Kano, why don't you go assist uh, fabulous Walker here? He needs help for focusing. Maybe there's more than one gun, you know? Give it, give it a ride. Oh, I suppose I could be helpful with that. Wonderful. So then I'm going to sprint to the front and try to fire that up. I imagine Waka can probably identify where weapons are. He seems to have a third sense. For yeah, that. 100%. Like I, I just know. Yeah, there's no doubt in my mind. You're just kind of yeah. like, you hang a left, you like climb up a thing. And Kano's like, oh, that, that, that was a piece of good work. 
And then, yeah, but then I also get like kind of like a, another little flashback, and it's a similar cockpit, and it's and I kind of see like a, a big like star battle happening. It's like do do do, and then I kind of like shake myself out of it. It's like I know what I got to do, and I kind of like just I'm I'm immediately just working all the machinery. Like yeah, I'm, I feel like you you sit down and um, you know I'm like uh, the Millennium Falcon. I was like put on the headsets and like connect things. I think you just plug something directly into your helmet. You get like a full heads up display. Um, you yeah. just like, it's a port you didn't know was on your helmet, but the second you're there, you're just like, oh, I don't need these. I'll just plug that right yeah, it's in. It's like the Iron Man thing where this all this like data just pops up yeah, in, yeah, in totally. front of me. Yeah. Um, and it's perfectly cushioned. Cause that's where the poster is directly underneath that <laughs> Jack. Like you knew that it would support your head better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Great. Um, so, uh, I think for the ease of our collective brains, uh, we'll treat the, the guns a little bit like the Millennium Falcon ones. So you're on the top guns. Um, Kano will climb down to the bottom. Um, so, um, great. So you're in position, Kano's in position, uh, Brash, what are you doing? Okay. Step one. I mean, I want to fly out of here with this thing, but we're also getting shot at and they could get aboard. So we need like weapons and shields as priority to, to like crank on. Yep. And then we can get out of here. Okay. Um, so I'm going to say for you, I think that'll be a piloting check. So stand by with that. Great. Um, Tyler, what do you think Vic is doing in this sort of situation? Um, well, he's got a, he's got to call dibs on the biggest room. So he needs to basically stake <laughs> like, like he's given his orders and they will be executed. Uh, you know, he might just be like, Hey, give me a heads up when you're done, uh, when we're out of here. Um, but if it's starting to take too long, he might start like going to like where everyone's post and stuff like that. I'd be like, what are you doing? What's taking so long? Let me do this. <laughs> okay. I, I was gonna say, I've closed and locked the door. I'm not letting him in <laughs> where I am. <laughs> <laughs> knock, knock, knock. Hello. Um, one, 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 one. <laughs> one, 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 two. Okay, so Vic is just punching, punching numbers. Um, cool. So uh, Ryan, uh, can you roll me please a piloting check? Uh, difficulty two. Um, and I'm going to give you one setback dice from incoming fire being distracting because obviously they're aiming at the cockpit, which is totally valid. And Adam, as he's doing that, uh, if you can please prepare me a heavy weapons check. So agility and ranged heavy. Um, I would like to use a, a point of destiny because it turns out this is uh, one of the many models that Core Industries... We didn't make this ship, but we consulted on some of the wiring well, and, in the and cockpit. You had, you had a lot of time in uh, in simulators, so like it's entirely possible you've been in a similar... Yeah, comparable size and scale. Yeah, totally. It's like the parking brake isn't exactly where you thought it would be, but it's close enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <sighs> this is a weird one. Okay. This is the weirdest spread, but I'm into it. I have a triumph. Oh. I also have two threat. <laughs> Damn. Okay. Uh, so triumph counts as a success as well. So... You get the success, um, but you can also trigger a powerful positive consequence. So you were trying to get shields and engines up, right? Uh, shields and weapons. Shields and weapons? Because I wanted to protect us. But yeah, I guess if we want to look at the bonus as I just get the ship. Yeah, I, I think I think the idea is you're like, um, it's almost... Um, it's almost just by reflex. You like flick, flick, and then you just like reach over and you kind of feel along the wall... Um, and then there's just like a switch you flick and suddenly it's like the entire cockpit lights up 
And similar to uh, Lex realizing that it was a Unix system in Jurassic Park, you're just, you're in. It's <laughs> like, you can hear the engines starting up. You can hear, like, the, the weapons come online. Um, shields come up. You get the full heads-up display. Uh, unfortunately, as you do so, the door behind you hisses open um, as Vic found the code, which was... 11117, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then he just comes in and, like, plunks himself down in the, co- in the um, co-pilot chair. What's the holdup? Why aren't we out of here yet? So I've got shields and weapons that are active? Yep. Uh, I'm going to pull a gun and shove Vic back out of the cockpit, because I cannot have him there in a combat scenario. Vic, you going along with this, or are you putting up a fight? Oh, yeah, I don't like that. Um, How many guns do you have? <laughs> like, I have like my hands I up. I threw the Stormtrooper one, but I have my guns. No, I think Vic as a character is asking yeah, that, yeah. not Tyler yeah. as a oh, player. Oh, got it, got yeah. it. Because I did watch you throw a gun. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I have every gun that I've ever needed. Now... I think Kano is not equipped for his weapons, and we need the finest eye in the galaxy for this, because we could all die here. You think I don't know that you're complimenting me to get me to do what you want to do, even though I am the goddamn most insightful and brilliant eye in the galaxy. So I'll go, <laughs> but only because I we all need our lives to. saved. Yeah. And I, like, take your gun. Like, give me that gun. This is your last gun. <laughs> I walk away. Yeah, he just backs away down the hall. <laughs> I think normally you'd fight for the gun, but in this no, case, this like, is fine. This yeah. is, and you this also is, have another gun. This is a net win also. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not disarmed. Yeah. This is so fine. for the purposes of um, the encounter, um, I think, uh, Vic, I'm going to put you up over uh, Fonzie's shoulder, not Kano's shoulder, okay. uh, just so that, like, the party's together. Uh, as much fun as I have playing all the, <laughs> all the side characters, <laughs> I'd rather let one of you roll dice. Um, so this is literally a, like, I think, excited, over-the-shoulder... Uh, you're basically going to be a spotter. Yep. I'm like, there. <laughs> Just, like, pointing. <laughs> yep. like, Get that one. Yeah. So we're going to count this Shoot as that. an assist, which means um, that as you're calling these shots, you'll add a bonus to his check. The only thing I ask is that you, in character as Vic, tell me what you're telling him yeah. as he picks up these shots. So, Adam, um, there were four stormtroopers rappelling down from the ceiling. Um, you think you have two options. You can either try and pick these stormtroopers off one by one, or you can light up the ceiling and try and bring the whole thing down. What do you do? Ooh. Um, I will say the ceiling thing you're not sure will work. The stormtrooper thing, like if you're shooting them, you know that will work. Hmm. Um, but you have a chance to drop all of them, or you can try and drop them individually. You can see Kano starting to like shoot at the troopers. I that weird flashback that I had mm-hmm. kind of has teleported me back in time to that moment where I was in this like epic dog fight. So almost better instincts mm-hmm. have kind of just clicked on just very temporarily. So I'm going to try to take them out individually. Great. Cool. Yeah. You, uh, that's really cool. So I think you initially look up at the ceiling, but then like, yeah, your, your instincts start to kick in. And I think, um, just in terms of a role play note, as we move along, um, I love these. And I think the more of these we get, feel free to like, kind of let those infuse Fonzie with more and more like tactical wherewithal. Cause yeah. I, I love that. I love that idea that like he's, as he's rediscovering these memories, his yeah. brain is like slowly knitting itself back together, which is really fucking cool. <laughs> the hole is just coming. All right. So um, you line up the shots. Um, basically the way we're going to play this rather than wound threshold and everything is you're firing with a much larger gun is um, I'm going to give them a soak value. Once you get past that, you start killing. Um, so basically you're going to need to roll four over the soak value of these stormtroopers, which is five. Okay. I think. 
let me check stormtrooper soak value here. So uh, it's a difficulty of you're trying to shoot four guys, uh, but they're uh, yeah two. I think two. this is you're using like a full. If Brash hadn't got the weapons on, but like you're using a full weaponing target, like this is yeah like fish in a barrel. And I'm somehow a pro. Yeah, like you've done this before. You have full targeting capability. It's literally wired into your suit, and you have the best eyes in the galaxy over your shoulder. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so yes, uh, you have to beat soak value five. So I have, uh, two difficulty, did you say? Yeah. So two difficulty and take then, your heavy weapons and your agility. So my heavy is two. My agility is two. So is that two yellow? Yep. Okay. Uh, and then you will get, uh, one boost from Vic who will tell us, uh, right before you roll what, what his words of advice are. Okay. So he gets to roll the boost then. Cause he's, oh, yeah, he's, yeah, sure. yeah, I like yeah, that a yeah, lot. Yeah. Um, Adam, I'm also going to give you one boost for the flashback. Okay. Um, but I'm going to spend a destiny point to say that, um, they're also dropping, um, electronic like chaff grenades down. Um, so the targeting computer isn't as effective as, as it would previously be. So yeah, one, one setback dice. Or actually, no, sorry. Upgrade, upgrade your purple to a red. What am I talking about? A setback Uh. dice. (laughs) Boo. Boo me. Um, <laughs> Can I brace for the attack? Because I see them dropping it? Uh, no, because it won't hurt you. It just makes it harder to shoot them. Oh, okay. All right. But sure, you brace. You're really fucking... You <laughs> just, are, I'll just brace independently. You are yeah, so comfy. You're so comfy <laughs> in that chair. Yeah, I see. It doesn't yeah. do anything for you in a rule sense, but you do brace. Yeah, I'm <laughs> bracing. I'm bracing. Uh, and um, just before uh, you're doing like the, the, the tar- Star Wars targeting computer, like... Beep, 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 right before you pull the trigger... Vic, what do you say? Uh, I smack the modder and say, what the hell? With the chap thing, like, <laughs> make it harder to target. So I just, like, give it a whack with my hand. What are you doing? I'm fixing it. It's already fixed. The targeting system is lining up directly with the target. I'm just that good, baby. <laughs> Roll them bones. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay. So I add a success to whatever you've oh, got great. over there. Okay. So I have um, two, th- oh, God, no, three threat. Uh, one failure and four successes. So three success and three threat. Yeah. Okay. Um, did that smack just screw us over? Uh, let's see. (laughs) No, it gave you another success. So it's good. (laughs) Whatever he did worked. (laughs) So you kill three of the troopers. Sweet. Um, the fourth one manages to kind of like land, uh, on the ground, um, but, uh, still like it's, it's cut the, the amount of blaster fire down quite considerably. Uh, the shields are up, the blasters are kind of pinging off, uh, the shield and, um, you feel like you've bought the ship enough time. So even though you didn't drop all of them, like you're still pretty good. Um, as the ship begins to kind of like, uh, rumble, uh, up off the, the platform, um, you try and use your remaining shots to drop the other two ships. But unfortunately with the amount of threat you've got, um, swinging the gun around after shooting at those troopers. Kano put, picks off the last one, um, but you aren't able to hit the other two ships as you fly out. So there are two ships remaining on the station. Hmm. Um, possibly one that a storyteller from a previous episode used to escape, but that's a different story. <laughs> um, Gentlemen, I have a strange feeling we only need to destroy one of those ships. <laughs> as, you, um, as you pull away from the station, um, you can tell that actually, to your surprise, even though it's, it's coming apart at the seams, there do seem to be some parts that have have initiated lockdown procedures. Uh, the station will be crippled, but it won't be 
Um, you get the sense that it likely won't go Nova, which is pretty good. Um, as you pull away, um, Brash, you begin to like flick the switches and kind of like prep the the, the ship for a jump to hyperspace. Uh, where do you want to go? I want to choose a totally neutral middle to of nowhere perfect, location. Great. Yeah, we need to like go. So you you punch in just kind of a random location um, that seems to just be like something that has been dotted on a nav map at some point, but really means nothing. Um, and um, right before you punch it to hyperspace, um, out of kind of the uh, the corner of the viewport, um, you see three fully black painted uh, tie advanced uh, jump out of hyperspace. And immediately just start peppering the ship with fire. And you watch your shields just, like, drop to basically a third within seconds before you snap into hyperspace. uh, Leaving uh, them, the ship, and your ruined job far, far behind. This episode of Dumb Scum and Villainy features the voices of Ryan LaPlante at the Ryan LaPlante on Twitter, Tyler Hewitt at Tyler underscore Hewitt on Twitter, Adam McNamara at Adam McNamara13 on Twitter, and our fantastic game master Tom McGee at McGeeTD on Twitter. This episode was edited by Ryan LaPlante, and all of Dum Dums and Dice's art is by Decapitated Markers at Decapitated Marker on Twitter, that's MRKR. Our theme song is In Orbit by Chronox, and our ad music is No Control and Chiefs by Jazzar, J-A-H-Z-Z-A-R, all available at freemusicarchive.org. When it comes to Dum Dums and Dice, you can visit our website at dumdumdice.com. Our Twitter and Instagram are at dumdumdice, and on Facebook at facebook.com slash dumdumdice. But most importantly, we've got merchandise at redbubble.com slash people slash dumdumdice, or you can join our Patreon at patreon.com slash Dumb Dumb Dice. That's D-U-M-B D-U-M-B D-I-C-E Now get out of my shop. I'm a Toydarian. Your Jedi mind tricks do not work on me. Dum Dums and Dice has to give a special thank you to the supreme beings of our Patreon at this time. Christian Manicola, Long Long, Jason Denson, James Quayar and Jill and Noel Laplante. If you want your name to be added to this list, you can join our Patreon too at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. Thanks to them, and a little bit of thanks to you. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish.